In today's episode, we will be discussing the ties between George Orwell's Animal Farm and Communism, hosted by your hosts, Abby Zhang and Abu Kumar. Now, this story has a lot, and I mean a lot of different possible aspects to explore. In this case, we're going to explore Communism. That's right, a very awful system of government that is proven in the novel itself. The obnoxious character Napoleon demonstrates communist leaders in a very effective way. Yep, in Animal Farm, Orwell uses the fictional concept of animalism and Napoleon's abuse of power to portray that communism in real life represents a country's destruction and weakness and leads to it. That was a long objective, but cue the music. Baby, I'm Great. As stated previously, animalism represents communism as it is an ideology that sparks a violent revolution among the oppressed. When the animals return to the barn after a protest, they notice the seven original commandments change. It states all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. Okay, can you evaluate that for us? Well, in animalism, it alludes to communism. Generally, in communism, there is one leader who is above all. They have extreme privileges that make them superior compared to the common folk. All people who make up a communist society are technically equal, but communist terms of equality is that they all just not have rights. Napoleon, one of the manipulative leaders of animalism, edits the original All Animals Are Equal to declare his superiority. Okay, can you give me a communist leader that fits this example? Of course, there's plenty. Um, let's take Vladimir Lenin as a prime example. Um, Alia Hoyt writes, man-made famine was Lenin's most successful tool. He knew if it could break the peasantry, he'd have full control. Lenin tortured and let his people suffer in order to gain authority. It is obviously so unequal and completely contradicts the whole ideology of communism. So basically, communism is bad. Communism doesn't allow doesn't follow its own rules, as its utopian equal world is merely a selfish nightmare to the common folk. Orwell mimics the terms of communism through animalism very well. Indeed, communism bad. On another note, I'm hungry. I'm craving chalupas. What about you, Abby? Honestly, I'm so tempted to DoorDash McDonald's. Well, it works out perfect, because I have a promo code for everyone to use. When placing a DoorDash order from McDonald's or Taco Bell, you can get free delivery with the code RANGO. Yes, do not forget to use the code RANGO, R-A-N-G-O, when placing a DoorDash order from McDonald's and or Taco Bell. This is only eligible for one order within the United States. Also, disclaimer, this is not an affiliate with the film RANGO. But yeah, use the code RANGO. And a big thank you to DoorDash, McDonald's, and Taco Bell for sponsoring today's episode. Back to the book. Now let's talk about one of the main characters in the story, Napoleon. I, I found Napoleon to be an interesting character, and at a deeper level, I believe he represents a bigger idea when you look at the story from a political aspect. Like you said before, Abby. Yeah, I agree. I also think he really represents something bigger. Go more in depth for us. Well, in the book, he consumes control and power in a way, and he manipulates the animals to keep that power. Like on page 6-9, he says, Comrades, do you know who was responsible for this? Do you know who the enemy has come in the night and overthrown our windmill? Snowball. He literally completely turns everyone against Snowball so people don't choose Snowball over him. Like, if that doesn't show manipulation, then I don't know what does. That does show manipulation, related to a real-world example so I can understand more. Well, the Soviet government used to blame the wealthy, powerful class for their own failures in the agriculture area. 
They also manipulated their people by blaming their own faults on people who they believed were too powerful. Just how N- Napoleon did on Snowball. Wow, very interesting. That's actually really interesting because I didn't really think of it like that. Yeah, yeah, for real. Okay, let's wrap up and discuss the ending of the novel and its ties. While this novel was written in 1945, a.k.a. the Soviet famine, Napoleon, as mentioned, shifts the responsibility to Snowball for no apparent reason. Overall, Napoleon seizes power and ends up exploiting the animals exactly as Mr. Jones did before. Communism does not work, and it clearly illustrates itself through the novel as we explored. That is facts. Now, what did you think of the novel overall and its ending? I rate this book a solid 7 out of 10, but it's good. Honestly, I could see this ending as clear as day. It was so predictable for me because communism sucks. Yeah, I believe that the novel was decent. The ending was perfect and was supported in my beliefs about communism. I hate communism. Communism bad? Communism bad. Cue the music! Baby, I'm playing on you tonight. Hunt you down, eat you alive. Just like animals, animals, like animals. Thank you for listening.